for the Six Sad Society's full official relaunch. Long story, go check out the old post as to why we keep changing the name of the podcast, changing the name of the Instagram. It's not my fault. But what is my fault is this poor lighting. <laughs> Things you won't remember next week. It's that time. It's that time to get on with the show. Welcome, dear listeners, to a chilling episode of the Six Sad Society's The Haunted Hour. Gather round as we delve into the eerie world of possessed dolls, where horror movies meet alleged real-life incidents. With Halloween just around the corner, what better time to explore the spine-tingling tale of a haunted doll that could be yours? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I love toys. Of course, our story begins with the infamous Annabelle, a doll that was so dangerous it had to be kept in glass in a case blessed with holy water and prayers by a priest every week. The Warrens, renowned occult researchers, had quite the collection of cursed items. And let's not forget about Robert, the doll said to have inspired the murderous Chucky. Remember Chucky from the Child's Play franchise? Hello, Gentilly. These dolls have become the stuff of legends capturing the imagination of horror enthusiasts worldwide. But now, my dear listeners, we come to a doll of a different kind, available for purchase on eBay. This unnamed figurine is said to be possessed by a male demon, arriving from Texas just last year. The seller claims that the doll was obtained from a priest who desperately sought someone to break the curse attached to his daughter. According to the chilling description, the priest's daughter experienced extreme episodes, speaking in an unknown language and expressing desires to harm her own family. Yes, but be warned, dear listeners, for the terrors do not end there. The seller reports unexplained phenomena, including flies and slugs appearing in rooms and a feeling of illness and dark thoughts lingering in their presence. Sounds pretty scary, doesn't it? They even claim to have captured recordings of a demonic voice and extraordinary manifestations on camera. This doll is not to be taken lightly, as it is said to drain the energy from its surroundings and tech equipment. Protection in the form of crosses and blessings is highly recommended for those brave enough to embark on this haunted journey. Now, you may be thinking, is this all just a clever ruse? Fear not, for the sellers have received numerous positive reviews from buyers uh, who have experienced the legitimacy of their previous haunted doll sales. 
Why does this pe- company still have all the haunted dolls? Anyway, so if you dare to invite this malevolent presence into your home, prepare for daily saging and cleansing rituals. And remember, no returns or refunds will be accepted. That's fair. As Halloween approaches, dear listeners, the choice is yours. Will you be the protagonist in your own horror film? Experiencing the chilling embrace of a possessed doll? Or will you watch from the safety of your screen? (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. Because that's what I would do. Who's next? On to the next story. True crime-obsessed woman arrested for murdering a woman out of curiosity. Eek. That's heavy. We'll cover that in a different episode. Ha! Ah, here we go. (laughs) Keeping in the theme of... (laughs) We have a story coming straight from the Czech Republic. So, apparently there's this priest named Father Jaromir Schmeckel who goes on a pumpkin-stomping rampage. A pumpkin-stomping rampage. Wow. Yeah, you heard it right. This man lost his holy mind over some innocently carved pumpkins. The story goes like this. A bunch of local kids in the village of Kordyshov, I don't speak that language, so my apologies. They were having a good old Halloween celebration. They carved up those vegetables, probably excitedly planning to scare the bejesus out of their friends and neighbors. But when Father Smeckle saw those pumpkins near his sacred church, he went full exorcist mode on them. Oh boy, did he ever. Two days of stomping, people. Stomping. I can only imagine the poor kids standing there in tears, witnessing their artistic creations being destroyed by a pumpkin-hating priest. Sunday school attendance dropped immediately, I'm sure. Now, this holy pumpkin-hater later apologized in an open letter which he published to his Facebook page or at least the village Facebook page. His apology was like a collision of worlds, religions, and worldview. He claimed that he was just trying to protect the children from the satanic symbols of Halloween. But wait, Father Schmeckel, did you know that there was a municipal event and the kids were just having innocent fun? I mean, come on, man. You're a priest, not the pumpkin police. Leave that job to Billy Corgan, all right? He even has a band dedicated to the squashing activity. But hey, in his defense, he did acknowledge that he may have hurt the feelings of his neighbors, especially the children. Well, no kidding, father. Stomping on their pumpkins is not exactly a way to win neighbor of the year award now is it and then he goes on about hidden spiritual evil and how he was just doing his duty i don't know about you but i think father schmeckel needs a pumpkin carving lesson more than an exorcism 
And just when you thought things couldn't get any weirder, we have experts <laughs> warning us not to eat stale old pumpkin decorations. I mean, who the hell eats a pumpkin decoration anyway? Anyway, apparently there are people out there who think it's a good idea to eat old pumpkin decorations. It's not a good idea. People of Earth, newsflash, if your pumpkin's been sitting outside for a while, it's not just decoration anymore. It's a buffet for bugs and critters, complete with eggs and uh, bathroom breaks. Bon appetit, amigos. Bon appetit. But that's all for today's haunting stories. Remember, don't mess with Father Smackle's pumpkins and definitely don't eat your Halloween decorations. Next story. Warning not to cook eggs straight from the fridge as storage debate rumbles on. Okay, people of America, Earth and America, people of Earth and America... <laughs> takes a while for this to kick here over in europe at least in england they don't refrigerate their eggs right so when you go to the supermarket to get some eggs the eggs are on the shelf they're not in the refrigerated aisle like back in the states that's why this debate rages on so i know you may be scratching your collective heads but i digress my 68-year-old husband is older than my mom, but I didn't marry him for his money. Yeah. Cause I'm a liar! Jada Pink... Ugh. Jada. Where? No. Look, look. Yeah, I'm a liar! Her and the Tupac proposing thing is probably not true. The maths aren't mathing, as a young woman once said, and I like it. Go find that video if you cur. Will... Give her half, Will. Give her half. Then ask The Rock to miss a few auditions so you can get your superhero, action hero title reclaimed or at least be in the conversation. Get to a few auditions yourselves. No one's going to buy her book. She talks too much already. We already know. We already know how what she's saying and how we feel about it. We love who you were, Will. Bring back Will. It appears to me that you probably slapped Chris trying to show her that you can be all thug life. Like Tupac. Bring back Will, please. I'll do the Carlton Day. I'm going to put that on, right? I, the, the only time I lived in L.A. for 10 years. I worked at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I lived in L.A. I was on set sitting next to James Spader and all of these people. The only autograph or sorry the only selfie i ever asked for was of carlton from fresh prince so when will and jada get divorced i'll do the carlton dance on the podcast so help them so i don't have to do it <laughs> on that note welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of love gone wrong the chronicles continue Today we have a tale of post-divorce desperation and misguided attempts. Can we get different music then? Because we're not talking about Halloween and stuff anymore. We need something better. That's all right. We'll leave it. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it. Anyway, we have a tale of post-divorce desperation and misguided attempts at finding solace. 
Picture this, a man fresh out of a tough divorce decides to treat himself to a little something something special, a naked house cleaner. <laughs> oh, but little did he know that this treat would backfire in the most hilariously awkward way possible. People on the socials, you got to go check this out somewhere else. Our protagonist, who we will call, we'll call him Pete, was seeking a distraction from the breakdown of his marriage. Thought it would be a fabulous idea to have a scantily clad professional come into his home and tidy up. I thought that would probably be a good idea as well. I mean, what kind of perverted guy would you be if you didn't have a woman running around in, you know little to get your own woman to do that guys if you're with someone right now see if she's cleaning anyway and if you don't have kids in the house because then that's just weird send them to their to their aunties or their to their grandparents so see if you can get your partner to clean should probably ask you to do the same actually men's bodies are not very sexy are they most men's anyway Instead of feeling like a pampered prince, Pete found himself feeling incredibly awkward. Awkward, you guys. So awkward, in fact, that he resorted to hiding in his car, parked somewhere far away, while the naked woman cleaned his empty house. Talk about a botched attempt at finding comfort. When the man anonymously confessed his escapade on the popular page, Festhole, the internet wasted no time in weighing in on his decision. And let me tell you folks, they were not impressed. Many people criticized his lack of respect for women and even suggested that perhaps if he had shown more respect during his marriage, he might still have a wife. Hmm. It seems like our friend here learned a valuable lesson about the consequences of questionable choices. Now, I have to say, it's understandable why people may find this whole situation a bit creepy. I mean, who hires a naked cleaner, right? Some users on the internet even suggested that he should have just hired a regular cleaner, or better yet, politely ask the naked cleaner to put on some clothes. Go on back upstairs and put on some damn clothes. Go on now. Help me out. After all, it's a win-win situation in that regard, right? The cleaner would feel more comfortable, maybe. How do we know that? We don't know that, do we? Maybe she likes that. Anyway, and our protagonist wouldn't have had to hide like a guilty teenager skipping school. So, my dear listeners, let this be a cautionary tale. When life throws you a curveball like a divorce, perhaps it's best to find healthier ways to cope. Rather than resorting to awkward and misguided attempts at distraction. And remember, treating others with respect, both during and after a relationship, is always the way to go. Next story. Entitled sister wants to wear a Beyonce booty dress to my wedding. I canceled her invitation. <laughs> Our final story this week, and trying to keep with the Halloween theme, some neighborly nightmares. Today we have a tale that proves that being a good neighbor can sometimes come back 
to bite you in the bum. Okay, America, I've been here 12 years and I'm trying to assimilate. This is what, how multiculturalism works. If it's gonna work, you come over and you start talking like them a little, just a little. Cause I can't say certain words cause there's the internet censorship police are listening. <laughs> Our protagonist, a kind hearted 27 year old that we will call Rebecca found herself in a sticky situation after extending a helping hand to her neighbor, Lucy. It all started innocently enough when their dogs became pals and Rebecca offered to assist Lucy after her shoulder surgery. But little did she know that her good intentions would lead to unexpected doggy daycare duties and some seriously awkward encounters. All right, now picture this. Lucy. Lucy's a lovely lady in her late 60s with an enormous black lab. She found herself in need of some, some assistance after her surgery. Rebecca, being the good neighbor that she is, offered to pick Lucy up from the hospital and even took care of walking her dog while she recovered. Rebecca's such a lovely young lady, isn't she? But as the weeks went by, Lucy's reliance on our protagonist started to grow like an unruly weed in the garden of neighborly relations. Soon enough, Lucy was texting our protagonist daily, bringing her dog into her yard without permission and expecting her to entertain them both. Wow, what would you guys do if this happened in your neighborhood? Leave a comment below. But the real kicker came when she asked Lucy for a small favor in return. To let her own dog out while she was at work. And you won't believe it, folks. Lucy said... Sorry, she politely declined. Maybe it wasn't politely. But the nerve. Or as they say over here in England, the cheek. As tensions rose, Rebecca started to realize that Lucy's expectations were way out of line. The breaking point came when she decided... The breaking point came when she declined an invitation from Lucy due to having company. And Lucy responded with a passive-aggressive remark and demanded for a schedule of unavailable days. What is she, your boss now? That's when things got real messy, folks. Lucy's unhinged behavior escalated, and she even approached Rebecca's partner in the street, ranting about how high-strung she was and questioning if she needed to kiss her astronomically wonderful posterior. Yikes. I'm trying to clean that up. Now, Rebecca is left wondering how to de-escalate this situation without caving into the pressure. What would you do in this situation? Leave a comment. Fear not, dear listeners, for the people of Reddit have spoken, as they often do. They suggest being blunt with Lucy, setting clear boundaries and even blocking her if necessary. Could you imagine blocking a 60-plus-year-old woman? I don't think she would know how to cope with that. I think she, that would just incite the Karen to come out of Lucy. 
One user even suggested that Lucy should rehome her dog since she can't walk it without injuring herself. Talk about straight to the point advice. Damn. So, my fellow neighbors, let this be a cautionary tale about the perils of being too kind-hearted without setting boundaries. Remember, it's essential to find the delicate balance between being a good neighbor and being taken advantage of. And if you found yourself in a similar situation, don't hesitate to seek advice from the wise folks over on Reddit. Or give the Six Sad Society at Six Sad So on Instagram a follow for some much needed advice or comic relief. We'll catch you guys when we catch you guys. And it'll probably be the next time you see this face on your screen. Thanks for listening. Six Sad Society, we're out.